We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Are live. Welcome to the RG DFS Tournament Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kirkwood. Uh, screen name Kirk Dees, back again with my two boys. Uh, joining us from Florida, coming off of uh, getting a nice little suntan all day, is uh, Killaby2482, Brett Hartfield, and Canada's number one DFS player of all time. Uh, soon to be in the Canadian DFS Hall of Fame is Toe Tag and Tambo, Tyler Tambaline. What's going on, fellas? We're back for week 13. Yeah, man, I, I'm actually uh, back in the Minneapolis, so I'm back in lockdown life uh, in Minnesota now. So um, I got to find a new place to travel. I think I think when I'm going uh, to go to Vegas next. Uh, looks why like Nevada. Why didn't you just stay there forever? Yeah, I was thinking about it, um, but you know, 15 days there. Decided to come back. Uh, had to hang out with my dogs, you know. Oh, so yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, thinking about doing a little Las Vegas trip, so a little sports betting, but then crossing the border to California, play some DFS, uh, that, that would be interesting. I don't know if that would work out very well, like putting down sports bets like early and then crossing the border for DFS. I don't know. I'll have to think about that some more, but, uh, at least it's on the table. Uh, Tambo, how did, uh, week 12 treat you? It was all right. It wasn't nothing too serious, up or down. It was just, uh, you know, a couple of good calls last week, a couple of good plays, lineups that worked out. I was feeling that, you know, the Millie for a little bit there until obviously you got a guy like Tyree Kill just break the slate and then come back and tear it up. So, you know, he was pretty heavily owned in those lineups. So I actually had those lineups with uh, Mahomes and, and Hill come back and do better than the lineup that I was kind of sweating out going into the afternoon. So uh, not a bad week, but nothing crazy to talk about. And now moving on to golf, the last week of golf, and then week 13 here with you guys. Yeah, I uh, I, I had a profitable week overall, but mainly because of the Thanksgiving slate. Uh, I swapped off of Tyreek Hill and, like, both uh, both sites right at the last minute. Um, you got you to gotta, gotta sweat golf sweat there, Tambo? 
No, it just, it's ended for the day. I just thought I heard oh. something, but it's all good. Damn. <laughs> I was rooting for you because um, my lineup sucks. Um, but anyway, uh, so I basically, uh, yeah, it was, I made money overall, but it wasn't, uh, I won in cash, lost in GPP because I switched off of Tyreek Hill, but I had Devontae Parker in cash. So that ended up working out. But um, whatever, we're back for uh, this week now, week 13. Um, we've got 11 games. Should be, uh, it's kind of a weird slate overall, but, um, you know, there's not any like crazy spots. We also had some big news where we lost, uh, you know, the, the PED started popping up. Our boy Will yeah. Fuller, Bradley Roby, um, you know, there's COVID breaking out all across the country everywhere. Um, man, what a crazy week with the the, uh, the Ravens game and all of that going on too. But um, so we'll just uh, do the best we can as we navigate all these players. But uh, we've got some interesting game. It looks like the Chalky game is, well, there's probably two. Um, I, I don't know. The Chalky-ish game, but the total's gone down a little bit. Seems to be that everyone's going to be on uh, Deshaun Watson and the, the, the Texans against the at home because they're in the – inside indoors um, against the Colts uh, 51 point total, you know, with Will Fuller gone, I guess the Brandon cooks looks like the, the clear number one wide receiver. Now uh, it's interesting to me is that I'm not sure how this offense is going to function. Um, I, you know, Indies are pretty good defense and I think they'll probably struggle, but um, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, then we've got Tennessee uh, Cleveland, uh, Tennessee at home against the, the Browns 53 point total. Um, Derek Henry um, almost had him everywhere. Good call to uh, to you, Tambo, on that one last week. Um, I started getting warming up to him on, on on about Saturday night. I really started trying to build lineups with him. But um, man, it's just he's he it's 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 his time, right? Like we know this every uh, December and onwards. Uh, he he goes he goes nuts. So um, interesting there is that the. Uh, we also have a, a – they're going to be facing a team that loves to run the ball as well with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So there could be um, less plays than normally in that game. Um, we'll uh, discuss that. Then we've got um, – man, it's – for once, the uh, Saints-Falcons game isn't like the game that we're just trying to hammer, all right? It's a 45-and-a-half point total. Saints are in Atlanta. Uh, Taysom is just, just killing a lot of these uh, – Star players for New Orleans. Um, the Falcons should get Julio back this week, but um, you know, depending on how you think that Taysom plays, that game could be interesting. Uh, we've got um, the the Vikings at home, uh, ten and a half point favorites with uh, against the Jags. Dalvin Cook, people, is he going to be popular again this week? Like everyone, like I, he shouldn't be, right? Like like with the talk about him, you know, them not using him so so much but i everything i've seen so far shows me like he's like the chalk yeah i think um, i think with all the lack of like all the elite studs right just no I mean, more options yeah I, I, yeah yeah um so that'll be interesting how we attack that situation oakland uh who uh didn't look so hot last week but now in a game against the jets who makes everybody look pretty good uh in in new york so Derek Carr, I know uh, my boy Tambo is going to be liking Waller, right? Come on, you admit know it. it. I, yeah. I got these. I got this all lined up. When Devin Booker's forty-five percent owned, give me give me Waller back on the flop leg after last week. He just crushed everybody. Devin Booker you know may happening. be forty-five percent owned on uh, in uh, the end of December, but uh, Devonte Booker. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I'm going to get too much into the cards, man. I got all these rookie cards getting flying out for the season. No, we got NBA is coming. Oh, yeah, uh, that's what I'm getting ready for with these cards, man. What is going to go down? Is it it going to be a shit show? Like, with COVID, like, I'm just, like, I'm just experiencing, I'm just, foreseeing a lot of tilt in my future like on like yeah people i did getting, see something uh, the other day about like uh covid like preseason stuff already or like getting ready for preseason whatever you want to call it and it yeah. kind of worried me a little bit that if people are already popping up with uh symptoms and stuff that it's going to be challenging to get this season in but we'll see so back to the games we got uh, the rams going to arizona um that game could be decent um at least from a, that's probably a good play volume game um with the hurry up offense that arizona likes to run and uh LA can go quick too. Then you got uh, Giants with uh, Colt McCoy, the uh, the slinger Colt McCoy in <laughs> Seattle. Um, Seattle, you know, kind of uh, man DK Metcalf cooked. That's who cooked. Um, I mean, man, he's incredible. Um, so that one's interesting. Then you got Carson Wentz. Whatever happened to him? Uh, heading to. Uh, Green Bay to Aaron Rodgers. That that game should be pretty good. You know, Aaron Rodgers has been been uh, throwing the ball well. And at least we know uh, his boy Adams is going to get some production there. Um, Roby maybe out. Yeah, and then uh, Patriots Chargers. I don't know. Whatever. That's all the games. Um, big slate overview uh, for each of you guys. What stood out to you so far? Yeah, I mean, I think I think this week it's just there's there's not as many great spots, right? Um, last week, I felt like there were so many different games that you could kind of invest in. Um, uh, you know, like the, I think like the, somewhat of the chalkier game was the Kansas City stack uh, for the later game, but there doesn't seem to be one uh, that really sticks out here. I mean, the Cleveland, Tennessee for me, uh, sticks out the most, and then you add in pricing. Uh, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, like uh, uh, a game that we'd normally target, like New Orleans, Atlanta. I mean, all you need to do is put Drew Brees in this game and it becomes so much sexier. But Taysom really kills the Saints value and also the bring back of the Falcons um, kind of hurts. So, you know, the play volume is going to be very low in that game. So, um, yeah, it's just a it's a really unique sl- slate. Nothing feels unbelievably great. A lot of blowouts. Uh, scenarios here um but yeah i mean there's there's a few games that pop off that are pretty tight uh with the colts at texans and then uh cleveland at tennessee but uh i mean no will fuller for the texans that's that's going to be interesting spot um you know like a kiki kuti is going to have to come in guys that you know you don't really uh fully trust uh, are going to be back in this offense and they may lean more towards that run game with david johnson being healthy which would be kind of stupid but um yeah just not a lot of talent in houston right now since they cut everybody but tambo what are you what are you looking at yeah good segue there i said roby earlier when you're talking about adams i meant slay could be out there and that would be very nice for a little rogers stack uh, you, you don't know, put rogers with whoever you want i think that game's going overlooked i think uh, I like the Rams-Arizona game, your boy Kyler, but this would be a spot where I actually like the Rams side a little bit more, and there's some plays we can go back to there and some guys that a lot of people were on last week that you can turn around on, and guys like Cup or Isabella, there's still good matchups there that you can get, and the pace should be up. Goff throws a ton, so I like that game. The other, the, the main thing really for me that just stood out, and I'll get into more of the plays or whatever you want to call it and, and ways I'm building as we go throughout, but 
uh, a lot of big spreads this week. There's like five or six games that have like eight to 10 point spreads. And that automatically makes for, you know, everyone going to, let's say running backs there, you know, an idea around the home running back should just crush. But a lot of these times we've seen, it's more of a passing league. Now you can, you know, you can score in different ways. And, and I think there's a lot of nice leverage spots where you can go with, you know, everyone's on the running back. We just mentioned that spot with the, the Vegas Raiders, I actually like the passing game there quite a bit. You know, the Jets have been getting thrown all over, missing all of their secondary. You know, it's been insane there. It's a 10-point spread. I think, you know, Booker, Jacobs would have been popular with him out. Devontae Booker's in. So, I get it. Makes sense. He's still 5.5K. Guys like him, Montgomery, really good matchups. A lot of ownership, though, and guys that we've definitely seen fail us before. So, uh, the one thing that makes is a lot of value, meaning you can sort of build your lineups however you really want because you can fit all the wide receivers in if you want to go that way or and use these cheap running backs, or you can mix it up, or you can go back to old school team jam them in and, and get some of these value ones in. So I, I like a slate like this for tournaments. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, lots to talk about here. All right, so let's, uh, let's talk. Let's talk about it at the running back position. Uh, start off at the top. Um, the guy who looks like he's going to be extremely popular, um, the 9,500, is Dalvin Cook. But we also have coach speak, and he got, you know, back-to-back plays. He got dinged up in uh, last week's game. He did come back towards the end of the game. But, uh, you know, this guy's taken a beating all season. Um, so uh, Zimmer did finally come out and said that he'd like to be smart with uh, the touches moving forward. Well, what does be smart mean? Who knows? What is like, really basically what that tells me is like, if the game is going well for them, then they'll lean off of them um, and have no problem using Madison and stuff. But if it's a tight game, I still can't see uh, Zimmer being smart. I think he just can't help it. Um, but uh, that's my own take. But um Regardless, you should down downgrade him a little bit, at least in my eyes. Um, plus, I mean, I faded him everywhere last week. I just don't want to pay 9500 for Dalvin Cook. I just don't think it's the same type of CMC that we were used to before. Um, but um, what are you guys thinking there, I'd like to know. And then uh, Derek Henry, man, 9200 for Derek Henry. I mean, I want to play this guy bad, but that's steep too. Um, Nick Chubb looks uh, pretty reasonably priced, uh, 7,700. Now my boy, now that's the one who we're going to have to go to. Uh, that's probably going to be chalk this week. Um, James Robinson though, but, um, what do you, and then, uh, Aaron Jones is interesting. Austin Eckler is interesting. Kamara is interesting for GPPs. Uh, Miles Sanders is interesting to me. Um, and that's not talking about the the uh, the chalk value that's kind of opened up with Devonte Booker yet. But what are you? Uh, who are you guys liking from the top? Yeah, from the top. I mean, it's tough now that Henry is at ninety two hundred. I mean, he still has a deficiency in catching balls. So um, I, I feel way better at the seven K guys. Um, I'm, I'm going to have probably more exposure to Cook than Henry. Um, but then, yeah, James Robinson, Eckler, um, David Montgomery, even um, dipping down. Feel like those guys stand out to me, who are utilized obviously in the pass game and the run game. Um, all, all three of those guys are favored, uh, or actually, James Robinson not favored, um, ten point dog. But I don't mind uh, him being a ten point dog. Does not, I mean, Jacksonville's kind of been, you know, like. 
a touchdown to two touchdown uh, dogs like for the last, I don't know, five weeks now. And he's still produced. So yeah, Robinson, Eckler, um, and Montgomery are kind of like what I've been seeing uh, so far is kind of where I, I want to be. Um, Tournament-wise, though, uh, like I, I think like I'm going to be very strong on one guy, and that's going to be Chris Carson. Um, it's, it sucks because I think we just got word that um, Hyde's gonna uh, Carlos Hyde yeah, will be playing, which I don't mind if that's going to even lower his ownership more. But this is kind of more coach speak, too. I, I think I – think, we're going to start seeing a bigger share of Chris Carson uh, now that, you know, we're in December. Um, try to limit uh, Russell Wilson's like injuries or hits and stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm going to kind of, I'm going to be pretty strong on Chris Carson this week overall. And at 6,300, I love that price. Tambo, uh, what are you, what are you seeing with like the top tier of running backs here? Yeah, I just never really get behind the Derrick Henry doesn't catch balls thing. Like maybe if you're playing cash games or something, I play him in tournaments. That's where I'm trying to get. And this guy does everything. Actually, last week, four targets. He actually caught a touchdown and ran it in, but they called it a rushing touchdown. So uh, he did catch a pass and take it to the house. This guy's way bigger than anybody on the field. I loved the call last week. I forget who it was that you know said people are out there making business decisions on whether or not to tackle this guy or not because he's just running over them. And I know all the jokes, D. Hember, He's got winter tires, whatever, but it's the facts of the facts. Go look up the numbers. The sample size is strong. It's every year at this time of year that he does his thing. So I'll be going back. I like that he shows a little bit lower ownership now. I guess I'm not as in love with like Chubb. I could play some Hunt and go back to the well because he's further down. But if you just go here, Robinson Chalk worries me a little bit, especially because now, you know, something that Kirkwood just mentioned and sometimes things just pop up as we're recording you know, I'm really liking these just two guys at the top a lot more and then dropping down because, if you know, Cook, the situation, unless it's Rappaport telling me something, which you know, is a whole nother conversation that, you know, we'll change it up. But that coach speak, we're, we're going to use him, you know, carefully. Well, to me, that could mean like, okay, we're going to use the which with guys like Thielen and Jefferson and all these dudes that can definitely, you know, catch balls down there and get you up there it could easily be like a three touchdown cook game. Jacksonville gets run all over. Cleveland gets run all over. Like those two guys are in prime spots. Like I said, I think everyone's paying down at running back this week. So uh, I'll have some lineups with both of these guys in it. I like them. Don't love the Robinson chalk, but man, the guy has been an animal. Just, you know, Kirkwood's been on him all season here. I've, you know, been caught on to, I've caught the bug a little bit the last few weeks. And this, you know, last week was really good getting onto that. You know, I thought it was a great play. Didn't get him in enough Chad Beebe lineups. Ooh, but I, I did try and get him in there. So I had to drop that call. But, uh, you know, the other guys that are interesting, Austin Eckler, 16 targets last week. You think about what Bill Belichick's going to do. Why wouldn't, you know, he's going to try and shut down Herbert and Allen. You can't shut them all down. And at the end of the day, Herbert's already targeting running backs like crazy. And now you've got a guy like Eckler back healthy. Price is up huge since last week, but probably not enough at 7,100. And then, Brett, I don't mind your call there. You know, it sucks that Hyde's coming back, but I, I like Carson. I, I think I don't really care what Pete Carroll says or what ends up happening. I think at the bottom line is he's just their better guy. And if he can get it going, you know, and he, do, and he can on the ground at 6,300, that's almost like James Robinson from last week. You can just play Carson in that spot for this week, and you can play them together. But uh, what's your thoughts, Kirkwood, just on all of that and, you know, just how you're going to use these guys versus the values that we're going to get into here? Well, big game, James. 
first of all. So the thing with James Robinson, right, he leads all running backs in snap percentage. He's getting massive amount of touches, like over 24 touches a game. He's getting the passing work now with Chris Thompson out. Like this, is, this dude is a walking uh, 100-yard bonus, and he just has run bad with touchdowns. Now, granted, he's also on a bad team. That's a big portion of that. But he's had time all – I've watched this guy religiously and sweated him religiously, and he's run so badly with touchdowns being called back by uh, uh, holding penalties multiple times um, in the same game. And, uh, you know, this, he, he's – if you just watch him, he's freaking good. He rips off like six yards, seven yards at like a time and like on – you know, when other guys would be getting stuffed. So – I love the guy. I love the price. I don't like the fact that he's chalk, but I'm fine with it. I think he's just so safe. Um, I, I like him. Now, with Nick Chubb, um, I wanted to give uh, my thoughts there because I'm still a Nick Chubb believer here uh, again. So he's basically – he's averaging over six yards a carry. He's putting up 123 yards game over his last five games. Um, this is a team that loves to run the ball, that we always run first. Yes, there's that – the Kareem Hunt split, but like – um, I just, this is, this is their guy and he's, he's freaking good. Like, so like he's, he had a, had a monster game last week against Jacksonville, um, you know, which, uh, I did like him last week too, as well, but I just don't see any reason not to like this guy for GPPs for 7,700. There's definitely room for him to bust, you know, and there's room for the Kareem Hunt and game script to, to, to go sideways. But, uh, you know, if this game is competitive, like the, it probably will be, then uh, Chubb is going to see some action and, and probably going to do pretty well. Um, Eckler, I like, I think Kamara is very interesting. They're not going to not use Alvin Kamara like this for long, right? Like, yeah, 13 and 11 attempts, but these are also completely lopsided wins that they were in, right? With Taysom, this was a, um, when they, they played uh, Atlanta already and, they were controlling that game. And then this, that last week's game was just ridiculous, right? With uh, whoever the heck that quarterback was. I mean, they were, Denver was just so off. They had no chance on anything in offense. So like the games, like if, if this game is tight, they're going to be feeding Kamara and to you know, yes, the passing game work isn't there. Well, you don't get that precision Drew Brees check down, but why can't, Taysom check down some more like you know the, like they've got to be figuring stuff out here so and the price now is at the point where it doesn't he doesn't have to like when we were talking like prices for like the last couple weeks um yeah then you they, like there's just so much bust potential on his on his mass on his high price but like it's come you know he was 9200 two weeks ago he was 8200 a week before that and last week um now he's 7k so if, if things, uh, you know, and nobody wants to play him anymore because of, of all of this, like this is the time to get back with him, at, at least in my opinion. Um, and then Miles Sanders, there's another guy who nobody's going to want to play because they just phased him out of that game against Seattle. Um, and Boston Scott was, was getting, I don't they just played so ridiculously poorly that game. Carson Wentz was just awful. Their play calling was atrocious. I don't know what they were doing with, with Miles Sanders, but if they want to win this freaking game this week, I would think they would play, try to run Miles Sanders against Green Bay, who they just uh, got thrashed by David Montgomery and has been a running spot all 
all season. Now, David, speaking of David Montgomery, I'm sick of the David Montgomery slander. I'm one of David Montgomery's biggest supporters. Like I argue with people in my discord all the time. I'm like, this guy is good. He's just on a terrible team with a terrible quarterback and a terrible line. He's not a burner. We know that, but he's actually, if you watch this guy run, he actually is good at like getting, like miss, making people miss and getting extra yards. And uh, he crushed for me in showdown last week. Um, came, came, you know, and they didn't even use him after he busted off that 56 yard run or whatever, which drives me nuts. Like he's just a victim. I think, I think he reminds me of Todd Gurley when Gurley was, everyone said Gurley was terrible. Gurley was dust. And it was really just the Rams offensive line and they didn't have a quarterback. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm big on David Montgomery. I'm just not sure if I want to be big on Montgomery this week as chalk. Um, but I probably will be, I'll, I'll probably be playing them. Um, I don't know. Those are, but like miles, like the guys I really want to play are miles Sanders and Kamara. Like the guys that were like the studs that fell out of favor that their teams shouldn't, you know, should need them to get back going here and their prices are more than reasonable. I don't know. Well, I, I like I like that. I think I think uh, my low owned guy will definitely be Chris Carson. Uh, like any, any of the running backs that are under ten percent currently at RG. So, um, but yeah, Kamara at five point six, Sanders at five point four. I think that's going to hold probably pretty true. Also, I don't see those guys getting too high up there. So you're going to get those super low owns. So, yeah, I mean I like that. There is kind of an interesting situation in Miami. It looks like possibly uh, it could be just Miles Gaskin um, as the only healthy back there. Um, Matt Brietta didn't practice today because of an illness, so we'll have to kind of um, watch that. But, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of chalk at the 5.5, the two 5.5 running backs. And then um, if, if Gaskin's the only healthy RB in Miami. I mean, he could, he could go really high too. So I, I think, I think the way you get off of the chalk or, you know, definitely invest in one of those guys for sure, but um, is to go more, uh, you know, pay up at the, like the seven K range um, or, you know, the guys that you were just talking about. So the Miles Sanders, um, the Alvin Kamara's will, would uh, make a lot of sense there. Um Tambo, how would you decipher between, we'll just say that Gaskin's the only healthy uh, Miami running back, and then the two five, uh, 5.5K guys, uh, uh, which, which uh, one of those three would you be leaning? Um, you're going to be buying multiple guys there, because uh, it seems like those two five five guys right now are the chalk. Yeah, I think I'd like Gaskin for lower ownership, especially if he is the only guy there. You, you know, he's, I think he was practicing even last week. And then you just think about how bad they've been. Like anybody that stepped in for, like Miami doesn't want to go back and use Laird. I know there's some talk around him on Twitter and stuff all the time and some jokes around it, but I just don't think that that's what they want to do. The matchup's great against Cincinnati. I think that they, you know, they'll be fine with him. And you look, the biggest thing about Montgomery, it's everything that Kirkwood said. He should be good, but then, also, the things that Kirkwood said or, or that you mentioned were like all still true. His quarterback sucks. His line is no good. The matchup is there for sure. But I just like last week against Green Bay, bigger focus on shot. Now, I guess what worries me, this is what will make me decide on Montgomery is the I, A-Rob went, I saw A-Rob popped up on the injury report today. If they don't need to worry about A-Rob 
and why would they not? I know they suck, but a couple things. One just finally got rid of Patricia and that and their GM, so the coaching regime is out. New one comes in, should be a little bit more motivated as a team. And if all they can do is just sell out, and it doesn't mean they're going to be good at it. He can probably still get a few good runs, but I'm just saying if they sell out yeah, to shut down Montgomery what and force Trubisky actually, to throw, what team is actually selling out on Montgomery though? But what? Who are they going to? What? Are, who are they going to stop? If A Rob is out, A Rob's going to. They're going to worry about Mooney and, and Miller. Like that's what I'm trying A-Rob's to say. Last play. week was different. He I has think- been good in, in good matchups because against Minnesota and Green Bay this year, he has done well. And Detroit is a premium matchup. But I'm just uh, like I said, I'm worried if A Rob's out, that's what will deter me because then I think not really sell out. I just think they'll work on stopping the run a little bit more. They'll be a little bit more motivated. And then the fact of the matter is there is other guys that we can play in this range. Booker's right there. Gaskin's right there. there. There's a lot of guys that you can go to in this range, really. I can't figure out Trubisky for the life of me. I just think he's stupid is what I think it all comes down to. Because I think he has, like, all the skills. I think he's just, like, he has, like, anxiety or he's not smart or, like, there's something going on there. He makes some boneheaded decisions. But, they, you know, he, he certainly looked – their offense looked improved. Um, at least uh, last game. We'll see how it goes this week. Um, I do like A-Rob. Though. Yeah, one, one more quick I note think, just up on yeah. and I'll go through my bottom guys, but you mentioned on Kamara up there. I was just looking at it. I didn't see the Eckler ownership has really spiked, eh? Like, he's getting up there now and Kamara at that. One second thought on that that I'm coming around to just now as well is that division matchup, and they literally just saw it with Taysom, correct? That their first, yeah. Taysom's first game was with this spot. So I actually think there could be a lot of checkdowns here for Kamara, if the, you know, again, it's a team like Atlanta that you're not, it doesn't really matter. They're just not good, but they're going to still try hard. They're still an NFL football team and they're still going to try and do different things and get after them a little bit here. So I actually think you could see more uh, options for Kamara, the time to get him rolling again, right? That, you know, last week you're playing against Denver with literally no quarterback. So I, I think this could be a little bit different story. I don't hate that call. And it's like a four to one ownership swing. New Orleans Atlanta is a great game environment. New Orleans is still a great team. I think it's a good spot for them with everybody out there. So I like that one Uh, going down. I'm just trying to see, you mentioned earlier, I guess, you know, a couple others, you know, Gaskin, you mentioned Drake is all right. I think I like that game environment. I mentioned that he's looked a lot better lately. So Kenyon Drake is a bit on my radar in this same range. And then what about these guys? You know, I don't know what's going on with David Johnson. I think he's designated to come back from the IR, but Indy gets ripped on the ground. We just saw it. Uh, you know, you got David Johnson, and then the other side of that game, Jonathan Taylor. We, we've talked about a few times. What, what about those guys, Kirkwood? Any, any thoughts on that game on taking a side? I think David Johnson sucks. I just think he sucks. I think they're going to go to him. I think the usage is going to be there. If he plays, I think they're just going to they're going to go to him more, especially now with – I think their, their passing game will struggle more. And, uh, you know, I guess uh, DeForest – Buckner is going to be out for the Colts, um, which is a um, positive for him. But uh, I don't know, man. I can't play David. Cer- certainly just, helped Derrick Henry last week in that spot, right? I know, but I just can't play Derrick Johnson, uh, David Johnson. Um, <laughs> I, I there's so many in this range too. Like, so I, I, I mean, who else is there? There's well, so there's Devonte Booker, but he's going to be the chalk. Which, but he's been good, and they've they've been, you know, they've they like him. And so he's going to have a great role to step into. Um, I, I do like the passing game more, but he's going to be involved yeah. in the passing game. Um, let's see who else is I, Wayne Gallman is like, 
the guy is, yes, it's a tougher match. Like Seattle stops the run, but they're not going to be, Gallman's good. He's been good in every bad matchup he's had, whether it's Philly, Tampa, Washington, he's produced and he's looked good doing it. And he's gets so many goal line uh, carries that they just go to him for the goal line stuff. Um, and he's not going to worry get... there though of Colt McCoy, right? Because then, do well, they... that's what I'm saying. So they're probably going to lean more run. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe the fish, maybe they're, maybe they're, they struggle more, but they're going to be struggling more in general. But like Gallman is a guy that's produced in bad matchups and he's looked good doing it. And so like, I'm not, I don't see the giants taking advantage of Seattle through the air. And so that leads me to believe that Gallman will have to be, you know, if they're going to be in this game, they're going to, he's going to have to be utilized. Plus they'll utilize him in the passing game for check. That that's what Seattle, that's what Seattle's given up is mainly uh, to pass receiving running backs. So that works out well. Um, Kareem Hunt's cheap. I know you mentioned him. Um, I mean, so there's options. I mean, uh, Hines, uh, Taylor, you know, take your pick. Um, you guys have a preference there. Bernard is down there too. He's the only man against Miami. Yeah, that's true. There's, a, there's a, like I said, there's just a, my thing about this is like more about, you know, Henry and Booker being so heavily owned for Booker. I just like the pass game that much more. We'll get to it in a second when we go to quarterback, but uh, you know, the Montgomery thing to me stems on a Rob. I really don't like him if a Rob's out, I think a Rob could play or should play, but just, I'm saying that is something I'm monitoring quite heavily. Like your Gallman call a little bit there. Like some of those other guys we mentioned Gaskin for sure, Brett, who you were on. And then from there, I, just, I don't see it. Do you guys see anybody like, 4.5 or below that you're interested I see, in? I see a 5.2. I see uh, my, my New England boy, Damian Harris, whose snaps are just uh, spiking now. Like he didn't have a very efficient get in the end zone last week against Arizona or anything like that, but he did have 14 carries. It's just, he's the clear RB one. There's no Burkhead anymore. And David Johnson, I mean, uh, James White stole the, uh, got the basically like, what was he like? How many carries? Did he? he had two touchdowns on. on yeah, his, five carries. Two. He just, yeah, five total touch uh, from five total carries. He just got lucky there. But like um, if New England uh, has success on the ground against the, the Chargers, I think that uh, Williams will be the guy. Um, it's not a sexy play. I mean, you know, there's not PPR upside, but there's definitely a multi-touchdown game in his uh, range of outcomes. So. That's yeah, I like I like James White at 5K. Um, I mean, any interest in Frank Gore? I mean, they the Jets the Jets are still giving this guy 20 plus touches a game. Um, gets the Raiders. Um, he had 18 carries, three targets last week. Seems like, I mean, this this regime just I, I don't know what's going on. Like, why why not test out your younger guys? But um, if he's getting all these opportunities at 4,400, I mean, it makes sense in builds to throw him in there. Um, that's about the best I can say for a door. Yeah. I never, I never see a ceiling. It's like playing AP AP on what was it? Thanksgiving with his two touchdowns. Yeah. He got there, but I'm like, it was like a sweat if he was even going to still be optimal with the touchdowns and all, because it's just what they do. They don't, you mm. know, it's not going to bust open a 25 point fantasy game. And if he does, then I'll move on to the next week. But I don't think it's necessary with everything else we have on this slate that you can utilize and, and ways to stack it up and just do different things. But I, I could, I mean, he might be the only guy that I would maybe consider down there and it's just not something I'm super excited about. 
Adam Gase is the biggest donkey ever. Um, yeah, I, I can't play him. <laughs> like, I get it, like, but, and it's a good matchup, uh, 30th DVOA, uh, the, uh, the Raiders rank, but I just think the Raiders, I just, I, you know, I, I just target this Jets team every week. Um, yeah, just bet, bet the Jets and, uh, money line or I'm, something I'll if play, you think uh, Gore's going to win, because do well. And, and Gore is not the bring back I want. The bring back right. was, is just going to be Crowder, Perryman, or Mims. Mims. Um, yeah. That's how I'm going to play it. But I think, uh, I think that's – we've pretty much covered running back. So let's move it over to the quarterback positions, the start of our stacks. Um, I don't – I mean, there, there isn't massive chalk this week. Uh, Russell Wilson is obviously going to get love because it's just – it's Russell Wilson. He's, you know, he's, he's – and he's 7.7. He's playable uh, against the Giants. Giants defense, pretty good. Um, but uh, they've got uh, – DK Metcalf, who nobody can stop, and uh, maybe Lockett will. He actually has a good matchup. Maybe they'll uh, get him involved this week. Who knows? Um, so he's in play. Deshaun Watson is going to be popular because of uh, he's been very good, too, and the way that they've been passing the ball. But now we haven't seen him without Will Fuller yet. So this is going to be – or recently. So this is going to be uh, – it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Brandon Cooks operates as a wide receiver one. I'll kick you – how much slack Kiki Kute picks up. And, uh, you know, the one, the one play I do like is on the tight end sign is uh, Aikens, um, who uh, Deshaun was talking about after the game um, on uh, Thanksgiving. He was saying, oh, I, I should have got – Aikens should have had two TDs. That's my fault. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he goes back to him again. But the opportunity should be there. should be more targets for him. He's cheap um, coming off of a – game where he was chalking uh didn't do anything so um i can see that um but uh aaron Rodgers is kind of a safe play right because you know he's going to get his he's what passed for three at least four at least three touchdowns one two three four five and five out of six of his last out, out of his last six games uh mm -hmm. he's had at least or he had one game or two against uh jacksonville but did he he rushed one? Get a rushing touchdown. Yeah, that game. so he's had three touchdowns. He's been involved in three touchdowns in at least all his last six games. We know this guy likes to pass. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to hear your guys' thoughts on what we do with uh, Adams because uh, he's it's it's actually it's a it's not a bad matchup for him. Um, you know, I I think that if they put Darius Slay on him, who's supposed to be questionable now, may not even play from a bruised ego from DK Metcalf absolutely just manhandling him um in the last game that uh that'll be interesting because I mean he's kind of the the, the high-end guy that I would play I would prefer him over Cook but uh we'll get into that um can we give Mitch Trubisky some love can we get like where are we going from here Kirk Cousins and you know if we're if we're, if we're downgrading the 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 uh running back situation for Cook you know, maybe they pass it more. I mean, it's certainly a matchup. They can do whatever they want. Um, his weapons are back. Uh, Thielen's back, right? Thielen and Jefferson, those are two pretty damn good weapons to have. Uh, Rudolph's uh, been picking up some slack from the tight end position. So Kirk Cousins, I can get behind. Ryan Tannehill, I could potentially get behind. Um, Jared Goff looked good in the last game, right? Didn't he? 
think, in my or no, two games ago against Tampa, then had a horrendous game. <laughs> That's right, against San Francisco. How can I forget that one? He was awful. But uh, you know what you get with him. There's he does have the potential to have decent games. It's just you never know if you're gonna get it. Uh it depends how much pressure they're gonna be able to get on him. Um Derek Carr interests me. I like Carr. Oh, and I didn't even mention Kyler, right? I'm like, nobody's man, because he's down, like, projected ownership is low, um, coming off of a really bad game against, uh, and he's against uh, my Patriots and has a kind of a hurt throwing shoulder, um, you know, that to worry about. So, but uh, his legs are fine, um, and maybe his shoulder is fine, and uh, certainly has upside. And if there's more play volume, yes. Extremely tough matchup. Rams are a good defense. There's no denying that, but it wouldn't shock me at all if that game ends up going off and Kyler has a good game. But what are you thinking, you guys? Yeah, this is a pretty ugly slate for quarterbacks, uh, no doubt about it. I think Rodgers, to me, feels the most safe. Um, I can poke holes in Russ and Deshaun Watson for sure, even Kyler Murray. Um, the holes I would poke with Russell Wilson kind of come out of coach speak uh, again I, Pete Carroll was kind of like mentioning about uh, leaning more towards the run game. Right. And so that's kind of why I have a little bit more love for Chris Carson uh, going forward. And then Deshaun losing his uh, Will Fuller to PEDs. Uh, you know, I don't know what this offense is going to look like, but if he can start running the ball more uh, that, you know, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I just probably going to shy away from uh, Deshaun, but Rogers. Yes. Um, even uh, Herbert, uh, I, I like I like Herbert uh, here in the, in a spot where probably he's not going to get as much ownership. Go right back to the well with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, again, this is a team that might only have one healthy running back, and this running back is coming off the IR. Do you not think that Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to throw seventy five percent of the plays? I mean, this this is a perfect Ryan Fitzpatrick five touchdown game right here. Um, so five you, touchdown game. That's hell yeah. perfect. Five touchdown yeah. game. <laughs> I'm all in then. Yeah, throw, throw 35. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, it is not insane, three, not four, five. It's the perfect yep. five touchdown game. Okay, we're ready for and this. Let's go. We've, we've seen this, we've seen this out of Fitzpatrick. I mean, this is the perfect. <laughs> I, spot I like for the call, but it's just crazy to put the five number on. I loved it. That's, that's awesome. big up if I we're going bigger on here, boys. I, I so, can't find, I can't find a five touchdown game in his past. Hold on. <laughs> I'm scrolling. Uh, All right. So but this is the perfect. Oh, wait, I, there is one. I see one, a six one. And back in uh, 2014, week 13 against Tennessee. He <laughs> wow. Had, uh, you had, you had that right on you the whole time. Six touchdowns. That's pretty impressive. Um, but anyways, you have, you have the whole Miami backfield out. So uh, really like the spot for Fitzpatrick. Uh, Jared Goff, 5,800. Want to have some shares there. Trubisky, 5,400. And then the ugly, ugly Carson Wentz at 5,400. Um, definitely going to go back to that well. He's still running the ball and just going to hope that all of a sudden he finds it. You know, he gets Ertz back. So they're going to probably run uh, more two tight end sets. Uh, just, a, just a spot where I know they're going to have to pass quite a bit. And uh, I like his legs. And we have no quarterbacks or not as many quarterbacks, uh, running quarterbacks on this slate. Uh, that are running quarterbacks. So um, I, I like Wentz at 5,400. Uh, no, that's probably the last of my quarterback shares. Uh, Tambo, what, uh, what do you see? 
I got some. You took some of my thunder, but I'll go to. But isn't isn't this where Wentz just like gets pulled or hurt right away, and they, and Jalen Hurts shows up? Everyone was waiting for him from the Rappaport post last week, and now all of a sudden we'll see him get like a career game in or something. Like I can just see that happening. But I, I don't know. I guess the spot could be good, and he is cheap for a guy that we think has talent at, at the top. I guess the thunder you stole, like I says, you know the Herbert, Goff. Carr, Fitzpatrick, like these guys to me is like you mentioned, there's not a lot of running quarterbacks besides Russell, Kyler and Deshaun, but they're all priced up there. You know, Aaron Rodgers is a great play, but all these guys that just are going to get massive amounts of pass attempts. I just want the opportunities, right? You're looking for it just like in basketball where you want the minutes or, you know, other spots you're playing different DFS sports. You're looking for opportunities. That's realistically what I'm trying to get here. You know, golf is probably one of my favorite plays down at 5,800. I just like the, the target tree is a little bit more narrow with cup and woods. I like that game environment. Kyler's just a bit expensive, but I, I could definitely see playing something of him the other side of that game. I think that would be a little bit more interesting. I do think they're going to run the ball in Seattle. I agree with that. I think Pete Carroll is one of the coach speaks that you can trust. If I recall correctly from the past, where a lot of times what he says he's going to try and do is what is what they execute, whether or not it works. But again, here going up against a, Colt McCoy-led New York Giants, I think it could work out, uh, you know, especially with them being at home. So I think that's a good spot. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers, load that up. If Slay is out, it's an expensive stack to fit Rodgers and Adams, but that makes it better because now not as many people will go there. They'll be looking for other routes to go with it. You can use Lazard. You can use who else? Tunyon. You can use, there's, there's lots of guys that you can use. He definitely does not like MBS or, or any of those guys. So, but you know, Lazard, Adams, Tunyon, even Aaron Jones, it sometimes works, right? We saw it last week. Uh, you know, mix it up with those guys. So I like that. Fitzpatrick, you know, makes it better for Devonte Parker, Gasecki. Like it's a pretty easy stack there. If you want to run it out, who else did I like? Oh, Derek Carr. I mentioned anyway, but yeah, with this Devonte Booker chalk, I like Waller a lot. I think just, man, their secondary is just so bad that you can use Carr. You can use, you know, another guy we've been waiting on, Henry Ruggs. Almost busted out last game. I think he caught one on the one-yard line. But, you know, he just almost got it. He didn't get in. That pissed me off. But I'm going to go back there. So you got Derek Carr, run it up with uh, Ruggs, Waller. And then you mentioned it already over there, Kirkwood, and I'll segue to you now. Are you going to run back any uh, – I'm definitely going to use like a Mims or a Perryman, any of those guys, Crowder. But with that said, I actually kind of like all those guys. you want to run any Sam Darnold here at, 50, at 5K straight? Yeah, I can do it because I got my eye on uh, Mike Glennon right now. So <laughs> Sam Darnold yeah. sound, sounds like uh, an improvement. But uh, <laughs> I like these guys down here, man. You're right. I mean, Glennon. Glennon looked – semi-competent now he gets dj shark back uh, oh man don't do uh, it uh, famous last words I, I don't know i think i could 4800 <laughs> why not um i mean there's really not much else it, it, i don't know i could see i could see that that going off um, I, I like glennon because he's cheap and you can fit some of those guys like yeah. lavisca chark they're like chark is back but you got lavisca yeah. cole i mean chark's uh, like what 5400 or something um, yeah I like that a lot. Where is he? Where's Chark? Good call. Long neck. Glennon. You can almost 5, spell long neck. 5,400. Um, and I like Trubisky, man. I, I'll, I'll play some Trubisky and, uh, and uh, A-Rob. And, I mean, that's obvious leverage off Montgomery Chalk. It's like as obvious as it gets. 
I gotta look up Allen Robinson right now. I could have swore with him. I just think he, I think he's today. questionable, but I, I think he, I, yeah, I, egg, I think. It, yeah, but exited practice with injury to become questionable. So I worry about this being that it's right, Friday so late then, in the day, and this was three hours ago. So that just does worry me. But you, you got other guys, Anthony Miller. He can lock on to. And he know, does. Darnell he Mooney. does. He does like Anthony Miller, and 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 Miller is playable with Trubisky. I wonder about. Um, I, I wouldn't I wonder play if last Mooney because I don't think they're good enough to like get the Mooney, the Mooney, long the deep ball too. Deep balls, yeah. Like I don't think, like I feel like those are just wasted plays with them. The one thing that I like too is like when you do get backups like a Mike Glennon coming in. I feel like sometimes they have practice with a lot of like backup style wide receivers, and that's possibly why this Colin Johnson kid got eight targets last week for four of them for 96. And he's, he's a big dude, man. He's six, six. Um, so yeah, at 33, yeah, at 3,300, man, like that might be the spot that target share might actually carry over. And the only reason why I say that not, not so much talent wise for with college Johnson is just more practice wise, more reps between uh, Glennon and Colin Johnson on the season. I play if I play Glennon, I'm playing Chark. I'm playing both, Colin Johnson and Chark. I really like Chark. He's their one. That's what they're going to set plays up for. But I, I do think there's something there with the backup connection. And, and I like LaVisca still, too. And I'm going to play him. I didn't mention him when you went there because I was kind of embarrassed. But, I, you know, I've definitely got to get some shares. He's just not in my upper echelon of, you know, the other six guys that I mentioned or whatever. But I, I like Glennon just because of the price. 4800 very stackable. If you want to go with you know, a little bit of chalk at running back, you could go with Cook on the other side and just think that he does his job and that forces it. But I also still like Thielen being back, the touchdown monster for a site like FanDuel. And then Jefferson, man, this guy is so good. Like, man, what, what would you guys say to this? If, uh, if Herbert, I don't want to like wish injury on him, but, I'm saying, but if Herbert got injured, would there be any chance at uh, Jefferson closing up the season and being rookie of the year. I think he's next in line, right? With Burrow going down and Herbert there. I think Jefferson's been by far the best rookie wide receiver. James Robinson wants to, wants to have a word. Well, guess what? They're in the same game. Let's stack them up. There's your secondary stacks. Go use the yeah. opposite running, but I guess Robinson's still popular, but you know, a lot more people talking about cook. So I could go Robinson and run it back the other way with Jefferson and obviously stack the game up and just make sure they're in the, in the mix. Any interest in Taysom? No. No, because I feel like if he has a good game, it's it's I don't I don't know if that game shoots out if he has a good game, right? Because he's probably going to get off uh, more running the ball, um, and it's you almost just have to go naked. And I don't like bringing back an Atlanta guy. Um, I feel like the twenty-five Leo. point game. To your point, you just said though, Brett, the twenty-five point game against Atlanta feels like what we're going to get out of him. Like, what well, didn't he, you know, what was it that game? He had two rushing touchdowns. He threw for 233 yards. Like what more is the guy going to do? It feels like it's actually going to be, I don't know. I just don't are, see it. Right. It's an ugly sweat, man, to watch this guy play. Like, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, if you guys remember uh, rostering Tebow back in the day, that's what it's feeling like with him. Like you just don't think like he's ever oh. going to like, Cleanly, people are even uh, saying it, right? It's Taysom time instead of it's Tebow time. That's you know what I mean. Like it's people are interested in this play. I get the floor aspect of it. I, I get that there could be a ceiling that that aspect of it. But my point is, is like you know, what what do you have around him? And you got guys like we just talked about: Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, 
Tannehill, Fitzpatrick. Like, I feel like these guys are going to ball out a lot more. Or like a guy like Rodgers, especially. It's literally $500 and you get up to Aaron Rodgers. Just take your five uh, touchdowns with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and call it That's a what I mean. You got five, a perfect five touchdown game for Ryan Easy. Fitzpatrick. So <laughs> there's a lot of other ways to go. I don't know, Kirkwood. We're all jokes aside. Did you have more Taysom thoughts or where, where are you going with that one? No, I just, I just wanted you to convince me to play him is all. Um, yeah. uh, Jared Goff is the guy that I'm interested in. Um, and I don't like playing golf. So all three of us now mentioned him. So, yes. yeah. He's creeping up in ownership now. It feels like it's sneaky at the start of the week. I tagged him. I already liked that. I just think that's, you know, such a good spot to go back to. Uh, bad game last game. Cup had a bad game. But, man, this is a up-tempo. The thing is, Jared Goff has games multiple just in, like, the last three or four games where he's thrown, like, I think 50 times. Like, that's – I know it doesn't mean it's always going to work out. Yeah, 50 against Tampa Bay, 51. 37 against Seattle, 61 against Miami. Like, all they do is throw – and then these guys can take him to the promised land pretty quick at 5,800. And you've got Cup and Woods, like really good yeah, receivers. It would be, the guys I would be, would be on would be Cup and Reynolds. Um, um, a guy that I want to mention too is just Ryan Tannehill. We haven't seen it out of Tannehill, but this is, this is going to be the sexiest game probably to stack. Um, and a big dog doesn't get off, right? I mean, there's, there's plenty of ways uh, that Tannehill here can have a, have a big game. Um, and I, and it's a pretty focused uh, where the ball is going in this offense. And then you take John, you, uh out of the offense, right? Furser becomes in play, AJ Brown, Corey Davis. So you have expensive uh, medium and like really cheap price plays uh, to pair him with. Yeah. One quick note on that too. I forgot. I did have this in my notes is obviously the leverage spot off of Henry. I, I still really like Henry, but you can actually, stack this up. I've seen it work plenty of times, right? With Henry in the stack. Cause like I say, he doesn't catch a lot of passes, but th that stack can still get there. If, if Tannehill has a ceiling game, it can still happen because either, you know, last week he did throw him one, like I said, just didn't count. But at the same time you get Henry, get a couple of those touchdowns close to the goal. And then he throws two or three himself, but Tannehill rushes too, right? So he can make up that third touchdown that they're missing by rushing and getting those points on the ground. And I do believe Denzel Ward is still sitting out as of today. Maybe he didn't practice again for Cleveland. And then you mentioned Ferkser, who we'll get to when we get to tight end. A.J. Brown, you know, him and Metcalf are boys. <laughs> so that's kind of like a, you know, another Metcalf that you're getting there in A.J. Brown if Ward is out. And you can have Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Ferkser stacks, and then run it back with Hunt to catch passes. Jarvis Landry, which is might be a good segue here. I know Kirkwood's pissed at me about that last week. I told him don't play him, so... He goes off, of course. And then uh, even Chubb, you mentioned earlier, Chubb is like the same thing as Derrick Henry. We mentioned last week, like a mini Derrick Henry, where if he's going to go down and score a touchdown, that can happen quick and then speed up the game pace, which will then help Tannehill and his boys coming back the other way, passing. So I, I do like um, that thought as well. Anything else here, Kirkwood? Or you know, do you want to talk about Jarvis Landry and segue over? Yeah, let's let's get out of here. We're talking about Glennon and freaking Donald, and it's time to go. It's only going to get better at wide receiver. You got to tell me who the perfect five touchdown wide receiver is. All right, maybe Easy three. Five. Well, so the chalk is going to be Brandon Cooks. All right, <laughs> it's not Which him. I know that. Extremely scary to me against uh, the Colts, um, and uh, being the focus of the the defense. 
Um, Robert Woods oh. is getting getting some love right now. Um, the matchup screams Cooper Cup for me in this one. So after that bad game, I would I would go to Cooper Cup. They'll both be pretty popular though. Allen Robinson was going to get a lot of love, um, but I guess that uh, you know he is questionable. We don't have any word of what it is. Just reportedly injured his yeah, knee. Yeah. Um, report you know and and was moved for precautionary reasons. Um, so we'll we'll. Uh, We'll stay tuned to uh, Schefter to see uh, for more information on uh, Saturday night about that. But um, yeah, Jeff Justin Jefferson's just a beast. Thielen, uh, I don't know those like in DK Metcalf, especially when what if uh, um, and then who oh, DK Metcalf? I don't care if it's uh, Bradbury. Uh, you know, I don't. Care. I mean, he Bradbury's a thing, but like, and he's eighty two hundred, which is bad and you know the price is high because there's a lot of room for failure but and then i want tyler lockett to happen so many times but it's like you got to play the cardinals to play him um but uh who was who do i who was i thinking with uh with who's uh darius who's philly playing because that's who i want uh Uh, adams adams Adams. is is the clear clear number one for me like the priority if i can fit fit him um I don't know. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of agree with you right there. I think Devontae Adams is the is the play if you're paying up here. So I'm not going to get too cute. Um, pro- not going to go with DK Keenan. Um, something that we probably didn't talk about too much last week. I mean, the slate always kind of changes, and obviously Saturday everything changed uh, last week, but. Um, in a lot of lineups, it was like all about which elite wide receivers you rolled with. Um, and I think, I think the major thing there is just to figure out, you know, like when a, a wide receiver puts up a top 5% performance, which one of those top five performances are just going to win you the slate. Right. And I, I mean, obviously a guy like, uh, Tyreek's top 5% is going to be probably way higher than a Keenan Allen top 5%. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm looking at like Devontae Adams for sure. Like a ceiling uh, game out of him is just going to be so much higher than a ceiling game out of Keenan. So, um, but yeah, love, love both of the Viking guys here um, mid tier. And, you know, just, I think, I think the reason why we probably like golf so much is because we like both woods and cup kind of want to have a decent mixture of both of these guys. And then, you know, really easy to bring it back with uh, Arizona uh, wide receivers too, um, with John Brown still being out. So, yeah, it's kind of like how I'm attacking, I guess, the upper echelon of wide receivers. Uh, Tambo, what do you got? What did you say with John Brown still being out? Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Larry oh, I'm Fitzgerald. sorry. Yeah, with Larry yeah. Fitzy still being out. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I know uh, Kirk would be fired up to get some more uh, Josh Allen shares if that was the case, but we, we're on to a new slate here in a different spot. But yeah, I, I'm with you on a lot of the plays you set up there. I guess, you know, the one that stands out to me is Hopkins because I, I don't think people want to go there. Yeah, I'm just looking at ownership right now. And it's quite, the guys that stand out are like Metcalf's low owned, Hopkins is low owned, AJ Brown is low owned. Like those guys excite me a little more at the top. I think New England has been able to do a pretty good job in the past against number ones or whoever they decide to shut down. And I think it could be a spot there. And that's why, you know, it shuts down Allen a little bit. I think if Adams 
gets up there in ownership for a 9K wide receiver. That's not what I want to see, even though I, I do like him. And if Slay's out, it makes perfect sense. But Kirkwood mentioned Metcalf. I agree. The guy has just been dominant. You know, the joke going around, everyone needs to pick between him and Lockett, but the answer has been Metcalf pretty much every time. So there's that. We just talked about A.J. Brown. But one thing about Hopkins, I think it'll keep getting mentioned, is the Ramsey stuff that I've seen around. And I forget who it was on Twitter today posted it. They did like a giant article where they went back and literally watched all the – there was like eight games that these guys have played against each other when it was Houston and even Jacksonville games back in the day. And – Maybe it was more than that. I can't remember now. But anyways, all I know that I saw that was the, the main thing that went with it every single time was the article said that Ramsey won. And technically by the numbers, he did. But what I would say is opportunities again. And it wasn't like it you know, shut down every time. There was games like Hopkins getting 17 and 16 targets. Like, I love that more than anything, especially when you look at this range. Like, who's getting 17 targets here this week? Not, not necessarily very many of them. So, you know, if Seattle wants to run more, Metcalf can still get there. I'm just saying targets wise, you know, AJ Brown from Tannehill, don't see it. Keenan Allen, you know, against Gilmore, or New, however New England side decides to shut him down. There's that Adams, maybe, but it just, you know, it's $1,200 cheaper. So I like that. And we already like Goff in them. It's not cheap to fit Goff, Woods, Cup, and Hopkins. So I might go back Kirkwood just to what you've been talking about this season with the single stacks. I'm with you on Cup. Talking about another guy I like here. You know, I like him and Woods, but I would lean Cup, especially after doing nothing last week. And then using Hopkins. And you can definitely still fit Goff, Cup, and Hopkins and build out a pretty nice lineup. So uh, I think that's a good start there for me. The Minnesota guys stand out through this mid-range. Parker, if you're going with Fitz. There is certain guys that I only really like within the stack. Like, I only really like Devontae Parker if I'm using Fitzpatrick. And people say that's about... You know, a lot of guys, isn't it? But not necessarily. There's other guys I'll just use. You mentioned earlier, like a Metcalf could be your flex to get unique. And instead of using a cook or somebody like that in, you know, an expensive flex spot, you could use a guy like Metcalf. So uh, that's what I'm thinking, Kirkwood. Who else do you got in here? What else do you want to talk about in this range? Well, Adam Thielen is the absolute nuts. So I'm going to fade Cook 100% this week, Dalvin. Um, and I'm just going to focus on playing Thielen so let's look at Thielen's numbers right like assuming he's coming back and fine which he is because it was a false he was fine to begin with right like he was a false positive right on his test yeah he actually almost got in that game because it was I think he needed three of them or something but it was close yeah so so he's coming in um to this game ranked fourth in target share percentage or the 29.5 percent target share for touchdowns he's tied for second with uh Evans and Adams, and now he's missing. He's a he's a game short of these guys, um, you know, with 11 touchdowns on the season. So he's done it with with way fewer targets, um, and now he's got like the the best uh, graded matchup, at least according to Pro Football Focus, and uh, against uh, Luke Barku, uh, their their uh, their corner um, for Jacksonville. So he has the, the best possible matchup on the week from there. So it's like everything just screams like Thielen, Thielen, Thielen. So, man, I'm going to just jam Thielen in everywhere. Um, other than him, guys that have matchups um, are, well, uh, Justin Jefferson. I mean, everybody on Minnesota has a pretty good matchup to begin. Jefferson and BB. Um Cooper Cup has him a good matchup. T.Y. Hilton has a very good matchup against Vernon Hargreaves, that guy that we've been attacking all the time. 
uh, did, you know, finally come through for uh, you, Tambo, last week, um, didn't he? You played some uh, some of T.Y.? Oh, yeah, T.Y., man. I predicted his first touchdown of the season, yeah. and it happened, and he almost had three touchdowns, to be honest. Different occasions, too. So, could have at least had two, but I don't know if he's a five-touchdown perfect lock of the week to go back no, to. I kind Thielen, of like Thielen's, the, Thielen's a, a, a two-touchdown lock of the week, I'll say. You know what the lock is, Kirkwood? It's it's loading up a Glennon stack and then running it back with Thielen. That's what we need to do. That's all your boys together. Glennon, you can put Robinson, Chark, you can put Thielen, you can do it all. And that's that's the winning stack but, this week. But I might not even have to do Glennon. Oh, yeah, you do. Because you'll see what it will build you, and you'll be impressed. I will be. Take it from wow. me, the number one Canadian DFS player of there all time. There it is, let me, right let me there. Just, Soon to be inducted to the Canadian DFS Hall of Fame. <laughs> that was that was a good that was a good little uh, pull off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be. Um, what's it called? So uh, I don't know. Those are my guys this week. But I mean, uh, I'll I'm fine. I'll, I'll get back on the Jacoby Myers train a little bit. I'm expecting Cam to at least be better than he has been. Um, and uh, that guy's clear targets. Um, I'm, we, I already, we already mentioned I like Mims or Perryman um, for, for cheaper guys. Choose, uh, choose one, Kirkwood, between those two. I, I don't me, I can't. I, okay, I mean, to, me, I, to me, it's Mims all the way. Mims is an alpha, yeah, but, like per, but, but Perryman is, a, is a, their deep guy, you know, and he's, he's, he's good too. Uh, it's just whether the, they'll, they'll hit him. I mean, if it was Flacco. I think, I think it was only a thing Perriman. because it was Flacco. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, like Flacco he shouldn't, he shouldn't only be a thing. He's, he's good. Um, uh, Devante Parker is like kind of trapped. Like I want to play him. I loved him last week. Um, especially, you know, with like his numbers without Preston Williams playing, like he's just, they're, they're amazing. But uh, the only good um good coverage guy uh, the only good defender really on uh on cincinnati is uh what's his name is uh exactly it's no it's william jackson <laughs> he's a beast he's a beast william jackson yeah we've we've talked end. about this guy before for sure yeah. yeah um and they used him to shadow slayton last week and slayton did absolutely nothing but like I don't know if that was a function of him or not, but he's easy. If they're going to use him to completely shadow Devante Fitz is going to have no problem going other places. Like he's, he's loves to spread it around. Um, so it'll make me interested on in trying to find like that other, other piece there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a, a Jacecki game. I don't know. I mean, I can't, I can't play the little dude. The I don't know. Dude. Maybe I'll just load up a Miles Gaskin. Humphreys? Or no, um, you're talking Miami? Yeah, it's uh, – what's his name? The the cheap Miami receiver. Jakeem Grant. Yeah, Jakeem. there he is. He's like 5'6 five, or 5'5 five, five or something. I'm not a height shamer. I'm not. I'm a little guy myself. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Love it. Uh, okay, talk about talk about Houston, uh, Tambo. You, uh, are you on this Kiki Kuti? Um, we know that Stills was caught um, uh, fuller with the PEDs. What are we doing with Houston? No, I'm on the Colts to do smash job here. Like I said, if I'm, if I'm using Houston, it'll be in a different type of build, and it'll actually be with the running back. But, you know, yeah, just cause I think they could run on them and then go with indie pass catchers or maybe like a second. Like I really just want like a secondary stack in this game personally. You know what I'm doing? The Watson play. 
What are you doing? I'm driving to fucking New Hampshire. And I'm unloading the goddamn account on on the Colts. Yeah, I like color. it. I'm, I just told my buddy that before, and I don't care what anybody thinks. If it's wrong, it's wrong. But I, I like it. That's personally one of my favorite bets for sure. Just then you got to deal with, with Philip Rivers. Like it's, it's a little. I hate having to having to back about <laughs> Philip Rivers. You know that's yeah dicey itself. But like this defense is trash without their best. Yeah, rib, but your only Rivers, good defender. Uh, yeah. All their running backs are healthy. They're, they've got tight ends they can use, and you know Burton Doyle, all these dudes. Like they've got the um, Pittman, who's good, right? We just we've seen a couple good I'm games impressed. of him. Yeah, he got nine targets. He only caught two balls. So I'm I'm going right back to the well with Pittman for sure there. Yeah, so I, I, like that's what I was going to say. I like the I secondary like stack. I like Pittman or Hilton. You can use just yep. pick one, and then I like going on the other side with you know one guy from Houston to be different. And I don't think it'll be cooks just cause he's just so popular and just, you know, there's other guys. It could even be this Coulter guy. Isaiah Coulter is down there at 3000. Like it, it could be him. Why not? Right. That would set up a different lineup style, like a, a different build, but yeah, Kute's there as well. You've got Aiken. No, I, I don't even know who that guy is, but uh, yeah. his name's Isaiah. I'll, his last uh, name's Coulter. I'll, I'll play him. If you, you give me the green light, I'm on him. Yeah, man. Red light straight from Canada. Just red light that thing, man. Put him in your lineups. Isaiah right. Coulter. I'm a uh, player profiling him right now. Uh, best comparable, Jordan Payton. Oh, yeah. Player profile, Jordan Payton, too. Well, you're there. Um, all right. What else do we, are we, do we need to hit some more plays or? Mm, I'm, I think we just, let me see here for a second. Uh, Isabella, flop leg. You know that's coming in. That same game, I have to. That's why I had to bring that one up. Anthony Miller goes through the roof in ownership. If if Allen Robinson is out, Miller goes through the roof in ownership. But I have to love it because, like I say, if I'm not that into Montgomery, and I don't think, like you said, you you called it, Kirkwood, with Mooney, I don't know if they'll be able to find him. He's even got a questionable tag as of now yeah, still. Yeah, he's cute too. I'll, so, play, uh, I'll play Slayton, like Darius, Darius Slayton. Um, Colt McCoy. I mean, I think Colt McCoy can throw it. Deep. I didn't watch him last week, so I should pull up the tape and see how pathetic <laughs> he, he was. He's going to take you off your Glennon call, though, man. You but he used price. to be able to sling it. And, uh, I mean, so there's two ways to play it, right? Like, there's one – like, so you want to target the Seattle D, who is improving right now recently. But, like, you still want to target the passing game. So Slayton would be the, the long guy. And Shepard is the, the short guy if you think that – I mean, he's probably going to be a target monster for uh, – if, if he's, if McCoy can't really do much in the, the downfield passing, um, I like them both. So, I mean, that, I don't know, <laughs> you, but uh, <laughs> it's going to yeah. be one of those weeks, Kirkwood. Yeah. I'm going to. Oh, what about over, Landry? Uh, he's 4,600. We I want 4,600 Slayton uh, yeah. after coming off of a bagel last week. Uh, I, I think I might have to play that. Yeah, one thing I thought about with Slayton was actually before we do our, our Landry conversation here, but the one thing I thought about Slayton was Colt McCoy is going to be getting sort of run down in that game, right? Everyone wants to play the Seattle D and whatnot, and they'll be coming at him. But what that what does that do that we know what that does? We've seen it with Kyler and the boys. All these running quarterbacks, when they kick out, it just leaves openings downfield, right, for other guys. And a guy like Slayton could just be open for like an 80-yard bomb and just break it wide open right out of the gate at 4,600. I, I could definitely see that. So I don't really hate that call. What about Landry though? Your guy. 
Yeah, so uh, I was looking into him. Uh, so I hate the price increase. I do like their, uh, isn't like Hodge uh, out this week? or um, uh, Hodge is on the clearance. So, yes. Um, anyway, so, in the, but his matchup is bad. It's something um, I was reading too for Landry. But I mean, Landry's the clear wide receiver one on this team right now. I mean, he has to be. And uh, it killed me because I wanted to play him last week, and uh, a trusted, trusted friend told me I couldn't play him, so I didn't, and it cost me a lot of money. But uh, um, yeah, no, but really uh, looking, looking bad on that one. Looking I don't, like I, I don't like this. I don't. Li- I mean, I like the PPR potential. I don't. I don't like the sixty-two hundred price tag on DraftKings. I guess it's expensive. I, I, but I do. But I, and he's going to have their one uh, bright spot. Who is it? Who who did they who did they did they brought in from the Packers? What was his name? Uh, from Tennessee. Are you talking about on uh, defense? Yeah, we're talking quarterbacks. I mean, on uh, for the Titans. They. I have no idea. I don't know. I I guess you know my only thing on Landry that I saw today was this guy Jacob Gibbs tweeted it. And it said that Landry's Desmond King. Sorry, that's where I was looking. They brought in Desmond King, who's good. Um, so since the... since OBJ went out, Landry's targets per route run is thirty four percent. And for reference, Devontae Adams is thirty one percent. Keenan Allen is twenty seven percent, and even Tyreek Hill, thirty two percent over the last month, is still lower than this than what Landry's getting. So I guess you know they they are underdogs. Tennessee is bad, you know, against this. I, I think it could be a spot and the price increase will be a sticker shock from last week when he's been playing like shit all season, but the opportunity is there and now it kind of showed up. I wonder if they just, yeah, but let's and, again, so, wait, again, last, let's not say, hold on. Let's, let's not say he was playing shit. They, they, they had two really bad weather games. Right. And then um, I'm saying you can throw is, that out too. And there's a yeah. whole injury and his injury. Yeah. Um, he hasn't been healthy, but he's over the past six weeks. Here's another stuff where he's ranked fifth in yards per route run. Um, so he's been producing like, you know, um, and uh, I think the problem is, is this the match so that he's there one, the one focus that. Uh, then go to Higgins. Rashard Higgins is still there. Yeah, but I can't, I can't play it. It's like, I can't mm. play these bums. Uh, Higgins, Higgins yeah, got big play outside. Like, I want the guy that can get 30, 30 point game here. I don't want, yeah. you know, Higgins can, he could, he could, you're right. He's the other guy that could, but I don't just love look it. At, just look at, I mean, Baker's rookie season, him and Higgins crushed it the last month of the season. And that's exactly what, I mean, we're right in, you know, the perfect time right now. Long story teams. short. I, yeah, I could play some Landry. Um, I wish I played him last week. Um, Calvin Ridley, good matchup. Uh, was supposed to be a great matchup with, uh, Jenkins, who's out anyway, now gets even better matchup um, with Julio coming back. And, you know, people may look at that as a negative, but he's produced, you know, with Julio in the lineup. Um, this offense may be clicking more um, in this game, you know, with uh, with both of those guys. So no one's going to – I don't think many people will go back to Ridley if Julio is playing. Um, and I think he could have a good game here. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that's All right. a good call. Any last uh, wide receivers? No, I'm good. Not for me. 3,100 AJ Green. Jeez. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> that is crazy. That's is. like the T.Y. Hilton from last week, though. That could work. 
I mean, Anthony Miller is going to be the 3,100 wide receiver to own if either one of those Chicago wide receivers. I mean, actually, 6,600 Julio. If he's back mm-hmm. and feeling good, I'll, uh, I'll take. Well, I, I mean, he did. He did say after practice today he felt great. So, I mean, <laughs> I just still feel like he's going to tweak something really quick in that game, all the time. All right, uh, Tambo, we're just going to do a quick uh, tight end segment and just play Darren Waller and uh, call it a day. Is that what you're going to say? I'm definitely going to play him. Yeah, but uh, uh, I get it, right? I think there is other plays, actually. I think there actually Anthony is some plays. Anthony is going to be uh, chalk now with uh, Jonu out. Um, Ferkser is talented as a guy who can can do some damage when given the opportunity. Um, he's 2,500. I mean, there's just so many easy things to do with your lineup that just give you all the salary this week. Um, TJ Hawkinson, do they actually unleash this guy a little bit more now with, the, with uh, Patricia gone? Um, DeAndre Swift still out. Like why DeAndre Swift is probably going to be out. Something weird is going on with his concussion coming back. Like there's definitely, he's having some more problems. Um, I don't know what's going on, but I'm expecting him not to play, but like they can't just run AP again, all game. Um, you know, if they, if they do that again, God help them. So the one place the bears give up production to is the, um, the tight end position, uh, Tanyan just had a monster game against them last week. Uh, we saw that. So Hawkinson, kind of a high price tag, but you can make it work. Uh, Dallas uh, Goddard is uh, is a tight end one back again now. Um, we saw 10 targets in the Seattle game. Uh, he got there late when the Cleveland, he's just been suffering from poor quarterback play. Um, 100%. Main, you know, mainly, but in a, in a, in a, decimated offensive line but um man you know i really if you know i mean he's 4300 in a week where we don't have like the 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 travis kelsey we you know there's not tons of these like high-end options we have to play here so 4300 is nothing at tight end this week robert tanyan coming after his big game the the eagles have uh, given up plenty of production to tight ends as well 3700 it's kind of a tournament way to get off of some of the uh, Devante shares, make it a little bit different, um, or line them both in for a big uh, Aaron Rodgers game. Jasicki, um, I talked about because I uh, was thinking that Devontae Parker isn't going to get a bunch of love, but and then there's Kyle Rudolph, right? If um, who's you know came through uh, last week for people as chalk um, without Irv Smith there, Irv still gone again this week and uh you know he's he had seven receptions on eight targets they were definitely looking to him when they when they needed him and uh if uh dalvin's going to get less usage than normal then uh, that could potentially make sense certainly a, a touchdown in the red zone uh could be in store for him i don't know and jordan akins i already mentioned him early but that that's my list maybe evan ingram i don't know did I did I just hit everybody and we call it a show? Or what do you guys got? <laughs> I was gonna. Say, I think you said every single most, name. That's the most excited you've ever been for the tight end position all season long. So that's my pool. What I think there's a lot of plays. I think there's a lot of plays. Um, first sir would be the Kyle Rudolph play of the week. Um, if you're going cheap, uh, Tanyan makes a lot of sense in uh, a spot where they're starting to utilize him a, a lot more. Uh, you're seeing it. You're seeing a little bit more unique plays uh, with him. So I, I like that. 
Um, and then Goddard, right? I mean, Goddard's my boy. I, I think he truly is like a 6K talent, um, Darren Waller-esque price on this guy, if you believe in Carson Wentz. Um, he, is, he is the wide receiver one, basically, in this offense. Uh, looks, looks solid. It's just he has been uh, held down uh, because of his quarterback play. Um, but, yeah, if you believe in, in uh, Wentz bouncing back here, uh, Goddard, I think, is the easiest play um, at 4,300. So, uh, and, and I do believe that Wentz will um, bounce back here. So I will, I will have plenty of Goddard. Um, that's probably all I want to hit up right now. So, Tambo. What about Ertz? What about Ertz playing, though, at 3,900? Is, is he coming so back? so old. Yeah, he is. He, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's so old. Like, yeah. before the season started, we're talking, everyone's talking about Ertz getting this contract or wanting this big money, and they didn't give it to him, so that can prove to that point for sure. But, like, what, I don't you know, know how what? he just turned so old 3, and so 900. shitty. 3,900. 3,900. For, like, on a, when, when your quarterback is, like, about to be benched and, like, that's the guy you have the most connection with. Like, Winston Ertz, like, that's the real connection. Yeah, but how many routes is he going to run? Like, I don't know I don't how know. truly I don't healthy. Know. I don't exactly. I don't know. I don't know how truly healthy he is, uh, yeah, and I've seen, but I've seen Goddard, uh, and Goddard looks good. So uh, I think for 400 more, that's an easy Goddard. But would it God. would it totally shock you that he came rose from the dead? And uh, yes, it would shock me. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, it might, but it wouldn't. Oh, that, totally, would, that wouldn't shock me at all, man. Wouldn't totally I think it, shock. Uh, we're just trying to help you as friends here, Brett, because all these five touchdown Fitzpatrick lineups going to waste <laughs> with Dallas Goddard. I'd feel so bad, man. I think you should mix Ertz into a couple. Just get them hey, in the mix. You just know a what? You need to do it. You need to, you know, man up here and do 150 uh, Fitzpatrick stacks this week. We got we got Goddard at uh, less than five percent. Uh, at come RV, on, so. come yeah. on. Tell me I, you'll I do 150 okay. 150 uh, Fitz Fitzpatrick stacks. I mean, that's the way to do it. 100 150 lineups. That's that's the way to do it. I haven't done 150 build uh, in probably five or six weeks. Well, here's so. your week, man. Yeah. God, now I gotta get imagine that if he got five touchdowns, how awesome that would be! Like, <laughs> uh, I'll even I'll even give it to you if he throws for three and runs for two, which is definitely possible. I would still give that to you and call well, it yeah, a that's, touchdown day. That's that's in the scenarios that I was talking about. With yeah, no, I don't think you were. I think you were talking. About no, you that could, counts. That definitely it, counts. That counts. It definitely counts. So, it's actually yeah, anyway. better. It's more. It's it's even better. It is. Mm-hmm. Waller. Uh, our, Waller. Ingram, Gasecki, Tanyan, Tanyan. Um, that might be it for, for like heavy guys that I'm on. And another guy I kind of like here that no one's talking about is Austin Hooper. Just down here, I really like, again, secondary stack. If you want to, everyone's going to be on Ferkser, but you could use Hooper on the other side. Mm-hmm. He's just been doing some, you know, minor stuff here and there, but I think it's a guy they can lean on. 3,800, t- Tennessee's giving it up against the tight end. And uh, if you're going to use those, you know, stacks with uh, Tannehill, most will have Ferkser in there. You could use Hooper as your run back for cheap. Or even if you want to have a cheaper guy to run back against Derrick Henry for your Derrick Henry lineups. I, I did it last week with uh, Henry and Hilton. Here, uh, you know, like you said, Landry gets quite expensive where, you know, that you're using a lot of money on just two guys in that game that I could go with Hooper just as much on the other side. They're going to have to be passing, going to be coming back. If Landry's too expensive for your build or gets locked up, I, I like that in your Derrick Henry lineups even more. All right, let's, uh, let's close it out with stacks. I'm going to 
I don't even like anybody, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna <laughs> say, it. I'm gonna say, fade these Deshaun Watson stacks. Um, and if you're gonna take a chalky stack, play take the take the one that's gonna not gonna fail, which will be Aaron Rodgers to Devontae, and run it back with um, either Miles Sanders or Goddard, um, and uh, hope that Philly plays a good game. And um, other than that, I mean, I guess I got to say my, I guess my cheap, I, I can't go Glennon. Glennon will be my third. Goff, Goff the cup, bring it back with Hopkins. Makes too much sense. Um, yeah. And so that's another one. Then uh, for the, uh, the YOLO play, it's going to be Glennon to Shark and uh, run it back with Thielen, who I guaranteed two touchdowns with. So there you go. Those are mine. What are you guys doing? Well, I got to bring out the, uh, the Fitzpatrick one. So I'll do Fitzpatrick throwing Gaskin with uh, Devontae. Um, you don't have to bring him back with the Cincinnati guy, but if I do, it will be uh, T Higgins. So, um, and then you definitely hit up on, um, I mean, the Rogers Devontae uh, Goddard one. I really like that. Um, but the more and more that we were talking, I think the more I like the Raiders Jets. Um, and I'm, I'm good with lots of different scenarios there. Um, but uh, I don't know. I guess the car, car to uh, Waller and then bringing it back with uh, Mims feels, feels the best for me. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get some Fitz lineups going with you and run it back with the AJ Green and Ertz because that's, you know, everything we talked about. That would only make sense from the show. But uh, I'm with you on the, you know, Rogers at the top. My, my biggest ones are, are Goff and Carr right there, both at 5,800. Carr, you can use them with, like I said, with Ruggs and with Waller. Up to you if you want to run it back. I like Mims, but that, that's just the way you can go there. Goff, already talked about it. Cup, Woods, if you're only using one, it's Cup. I like Goff, Woods, or sorry, Goff, Cup. Hopkins, which Kirkwood already mentioned, uh, you know, down below kind of, uh, you know, the, the uh, Mike Glennon play, I'm with you on as well. So uh, Goff, Carr, Rogers at the top, and then run it down with uh, Mike Glennon at the bottom. What, one more thing that I want to do say, um, just because I, I didn't bring him up in the quarterback spot and I really like his wide receivers and even tight end is Baker Mayfield. Um, Obviously, he's dealt with uh, three weather games, so he had a lot of bad, bad, bad games. Um, and this is a spot at 5,300. I do – I mean, Jarvis is expensive. It's, it doesn't feel right to pay 6,200, but I love Rashard Higgins. And I think, I think even having um, some exposure to Austin Hooper makes definitely sense uh, in that game. like it. All right. That's a wrap, right? Yep. Get All right. It. Appreciate it. Uh, congratulations again. Goes out to Toe Tag and Tambo on his uh, qualification for inductee to the Canadian <laughs> DFS Hall of Fame. Just uh, yeah, proud of you. I'm proud of you, my man. Sucks um, we can't get together this year with all the things going on crazy in the world. But, you know, it, after the season, I have been told it will happen. So I appreciate all the support out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so that's been uh, week 13. Uh, good luck to everybody. Good luck to uh, both of you. Good luck to me. Good luck to all of us. Let's crush. Uh, this is the RGDFS Tournament Takes podcast, and we'll catch you next week.